Hey guys, Stephen here from The Truth About Dyslexia. In today's episode, I'm actually going to bring one back from the past. You know, I, I did a bunch of cool episodes really on early on on the pod, but they've gone so far back in the system, a lot of people haven't heard them, or if they did hear them, it was a long time ago. So this is one I did on intuition. At the start of the pod, I actually even, we actually got named one of the top um, podcast by Feedspot, so I've left that in there, but I, and I just had a check, we're still number one, I'll, I'll pop a link to that, I was pretty stoked about that for uh, dyslexia in 2022, so we're still up there, which is wonderful, um, but yeah, this one, I, I talk a bit about disorientations, but about intuition, I was in a different place then, and I think sometimes I can realize I, I can't always go back three years to where I was struggling through some stuff, some of the stuff I've actually solved, right? So I want to bring some of these podcasts for people that are struggling with these challenges to the forefront. So this one's all around intuition, disorientations, future focus. Uh, hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, guys, let's dig into this episode. Now, just before I start, I just want to do a shout out to Feedspot. We got the number one placement on the dyslexia podcast list in the world, which was pretty cool, pretty mad when this has only started in uh, March 2018, but um, it's making headway. So thank you everybody for sharing the pod, passing it on to other right brain thinkers. Anyone who's creative and picture driven will probably get some value out of this. So thank you everybody for sharing. Um, the test also online is going crazy busy. And we're just working on uh, the Dyslexia Quiz version 2, which is pretty epic. Uh, we're going to use some really cool technology, and oh, it's exciting. I'm not going to share too much. Stay tuned. We will let you know once the first version is out for people to try and break, which is what I love about technology, is you can try and play with it and see what it does um, without the world ending, which is lovely. So let's dig into today's podcast. I wanted to talk about a skill that I was thinking about um, the other day when I was actually disorientating. So I was getting angry and I was thinking back, I actually went into the past. I usually don't go into the past a lot. You know, you'll find as a dyslexic, you're, you'll either get stuck in the past and reliving previous things that have happened or you get um, pushed into the future. Now, I'm more future orientated. Um, I see what's I see uh, disorientations about the future, which aren't true, as opposed to recreations of the past, uh, more often than not. But in this case, I was thinking back to my dad, and something had triggered me to start thinking about how he was, you know, finding out that he was dyslexic later in life, and especially from my perspective of looking at back and going, this is why he was like the way he was. And one of the things that always used to bug me massively is he would tell you, he would give you his advice. Now his advice was very direct. If you've, if you've got a father or a mother or someone like that, who they don't really mince their words. They don't really, they're not remarkably emotive. They're more, this is how it is. Now the challenge with my dad is he'd never explain why half the time, or his explanation would be very over concocted or that's a good word. Don't use that often very overly um, built up, but it wouldn't really explain why he thought that way. You know, he was struggling to tell you the workings of why he he thought that was the solution or that was the direction you should go. 
So he wouldn't actually explain it well, and it's very common in dyslexics is we're not great at workings, especially in math and stuff like that. We can sometimes find the answer, but we don't know how we got there. And in hindsight, I noticed my dad did that a huge amount. Um, the, the worst, the most annoying thing, the most frustrating thing in the world is that he was actually right more than he was wrong. Like he would, I would say it'd have an 80 to 90% tick rate of telling you what was going to happen, you know, and that was his intuition. He could intuitively know stuff based on like, like his brain works so quickly, it would go back into all his experience, not show him. I don't think it actually showed him the experience, but it would give him an intuitive sense about what the answer was. And you might find that yourself is that, you know, if you've ever seen something and you've gone, I think this is the answer kept it inside and not said anything but then see that come to truth you know that oh that actually was what happened um you know that's intuition that's kind of there's this like that's how i see intuition it's a real right brain skill it's not a logical skill which is more left brained it is really a you know and i'm not saying dyslexics the only one everyone has a right brain but dyslexics usually have it honed a lot more because it's compensating for the lack of um, a, a left brain logical kind of response um, but yeah I, I just what I was thinking back to is how often my dad did that and how often he was right and how frustrating that was it's really frustrating when someone tells you something and you don't know why so you don't trust it you don't trust what they're saying in particular but um, it comes to truth which is very annoying if you've ever had people like that in your life it's a real annoying dyslexic skill because it's it's usually right so I think there, you know, what I learned from that is, and I've, I'm different to my dad, I think, with most people is that I, I realize people will distrust a very strong, confident reaction without workings behind it. So I'm a lot softer these days um, with people outside of my close group. But I find with my partner, I'm very specific. I tell her what I think like my dad did. I'm so like my dad in the fact that I'll just say, this is the answer. And, you know, without without any workings or anything like that and just expect her to, to take it, which if you've ever worked, if you've ever, if you've ever met a human being, that's not how we operate. It doesn't work well being told, kind of told what to do or told. <laughs> it doesn't sadly work, um, you know, humans, emotions, all that stuff. So... I guess what I'm what I'm talking about here is the other part of this, and I've noticed this on and off in my life, is confidence. Sometimes I'm really confident with my intuition. You know, I, I just know something is right or I know I know something. Um and I can't explain it, but I just know it, which is a really cool thing. And and I, I believe I'm often right more than I'm wrong. Now, I don't have statistics or anything like that, but I just, you know, intuitively I know, funny that. Um, but other times I can be really, I, I can have an intuition or an intuitive sense, but I don't always trust it. Like I, I think, hey, this is the right thing to do, or this is the thing that's going to bring the best outcome, but I don't trust it. And what I find is with dyslexics, if you have a lack of confidence in your intuition, you can sometimes be more easily led by external or people outside of yourself, your friends, your family, yeah, especially friends I find, can kind of take you down a path. Um, and if you're anything like me, I have definitely drawn right brain thinkers towards me. You know, the ADHDs, the dyslexics, the, the, you know, the neurodiverse, because we kind of get each other. 
And the challenge can be is sometimes they're really confident and um, they're really confident on an answer that works for them. But it's very easy to take that on board yourself and it doesn't work for you because it's not actually what um, you need in your life or it's not actually taking into account your own perspective. So what I'd, what I'd suggest if you've ever felt any of these this way, um, if you felt you've been led down the wrong path instead of taking on information then making a decision, you've just kind of gone with the flow. Um, there is a real there is a real um, need to take a breath sometimes and kind of get out of your disorientation because nine times out of ten you're disorientating when you do that you're not actually in your body you're kind of in your mind you're kind of uh, overthinking the world and you you sometimes need to take a real deep breath and come back to consciousness you know you know um, and I don't want to sound woo-woo that's not what this is about um, but there is something really to be said about realizing that your soul, your consciousness, whatever you want to call it, they're just words. But that thing that makes you different from a monkey or a dog or a, maybe a dolphin. Dolphins may have souls. I'm not sure. I've never spoken to one about it. Um, but, you know, that thing that separates your mind and your body, you know, you've sometimes got to reactivate that consciousness and kind of come back into it and realize your mind and your body are tools of your comp consciousness and and I, I do that a lot by taking a breath standing on one foot I try and step outside of my body where possible and look at my mind um, and you can visualize your mind however you want I'm not going to put a picture in your head you'll have you can create whatever picture you want nothing's right or wrong and also your body and realizing hey these are tools of your consciousness and I find doing that for even 10 seconds, 20 seconds, whatever it is, and breathing really deeply does help me come back into making better decisions and allowing my own intuition to wake up and go, what do you actually think? Based on what you've heard, what do you actually think? What do you actually want? What is um, the direction you're going in? What, you know, you've got to, you can start to trust yourself more. Um, the problem you sometimes have is if you are disorientated, which is, you know, your mind is seeing not the truth of the world, you can make wrong decisions based on that. Um, because the thing is, intuition, you know, how I see it is it's your right brain pulling in all these connections of your history and learnings, and then making a gut feel or a feel-based reaction um, to it. And, you know, a lot of the stuff in your head is right. Don't get me wrong, I don't think dyslexics are as bad as some people think. But it also doesn't mean that we don't have um, issues, or we don't have false pictures in our head that also get dragged into that. So I think slowing down, breathing, coming back into consciousness gives you a better feeling or a better intuition. And I think honing that skill and trusting that skill for you know, and it's not always going to be right. You know, that one time it's wrong. Don't let that change your judgment on your intuition or change your confidence levels because it is still a skill you have. Um, you know, let it, you know, let it, you know, start with small things, your intuition about small things. You know, I always remember as a kid, I had an intuition about a math question 
And this really stuffed me up, to be honest. And I think I've mentioned this potentially in another episode. But I had a um, I had a school teacher, so I sat in a classroom and absolutely was 50-50 at maths. Sometimes I was good, sometimes I wasn't. But I always remember there was a really hard question they'd put on the board. No one got it in the class. But I had an intuition of what the answer was. The number just came to me. And I was like, oh, that's, yeah, it's that number. But I wasn't confident. As a kid, I just wasn't confident in it. And I didn't say it. So the teacher does the answer on the board. And I always remember saying, I know that, I knew that. And then the teacher basically laughed at me and said, no, you didn't. And he actually was quite a sarcastic teacher and said something else. I can't even remember what it was, but I remember the feeling of being, am I right? Was I right? Was I wrong? Did I make that up? And like that affected my confidence and my intuition so much over the years. Um, and I, I put so much stuff into it. Like I actually used tapping and a bunch of other stuff to try and get over that because I, for, for a period, I just didn't trust my intuition. And I feel that that was one of the many, found, and I don't think it's the only one by no means, but one of the foundational confidence breakers was, was that moment. And you know in your life, um, you've had a tragedy or something, a tragedy is not the right word, a trauma is probably more of the word, when you can visually remember something so clearly. If you remember a certain event in your life that's really clear visually and you see the pictures, there was a trauma in that moment. Like I always remember when I was on the bus uh, going to school once, I must have been eight, maybe I was younger, I could have been five or six, and I don't even know why, but for some reason I turned around at some ridiculously young age and asked this pretty girl out. I don't even know why, I must have seen it on television, it, I have no clue. But I always remember her turning me down, and it was probably because she was like, nine or ten this was at school she was a later years school i was really young i maybe i was six i have no idea but i um i asked her out and she said no and that stuck with me which is absolutely nuts that visual picture i could see the bus i could see exactly where on the route of the bus we were but that trauma stuck with me that i had to break out of maybe i'll actually do a podcast on tapping and and visual trauma because i think it could be really valuable for everybody but I used some some techniques to get out of it. But I remember that uh, that so visually, and you know these things that happen to us in our life can affect our intuition. They can affect our confidence in it. And I think until you can start cutting those out of your life, you're going to have this self confidence issue with with it. But uh, you know, and in saying that, the last thing I want to mention is going back to my dad. What he did wrong is he wasn't aware that hey he wasn't actually explaining his workings of his intuition and he didn't have he just was so confident in his intuition it came across as arrogant and that's the other side you can either be sub-confident in it and not really speak up or you can be overconfident and sound like you're an arrogant you know fill in the gap of what the other word i'd probably use is um so so just be just be aware of that like it's your intuition is powerful but make sure you use it wisely because um, it can either be your best friend or your worst enemy. So I hope that's been valuable. I hope that's got you thinking, guys. It's a bit longer podcast than usual. Um, and I will do one on visual trauma. I'll see what I can come up with tomorrow. But have a fantastic rest of your day. That has been the truth about dyslexia.